Hey, welcome to Transform Pain to Power, the podcast about what it really takes to resolve pain and the simple, unconventional yet proven techniques to get you there most quickly. Listen in for high-level creative conversation to inspire you to engage with the life that you want in a body that you love. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 16. Today, I'm going to be talking about anxiety, the truth about anxiety, and the truth about resolving anxiety. It's going to be a good one. We all have some level of anxiety, so everybody can benefit from this uh, content of this episode today. Before I dive into that, I want to share with you this exciting news that I'm going to be opening up Movers Academy for a very reasonable price. It's going to be so affordable. I'm really excited. And in leading up to that moment, I am going to be doing a series of lessons and uh, other kinds of things on Facebook. So you can join in in the group from Pain to Empowerment or via my page, Move to Nourish. And that's going to be happening all next week, the 8th through the 14th of February. And basically, all of this came out of a thought that I needed to cancel Movers Academy. And because a lot of people ask me to keep it open or accessible to them, it made me go back to the drawing board and through a creative session, I came up with this idea that I could lower the price a lot and make it more available to more people and just kind of change how, change my relationship to it. So instead of putting out all this new content, um, basically you get access to this wonderful library of all this amazing content that I've been building since it's been open. And rather than take all of that away from everybody, (laughs) I'm going to give it to more people at a better or cheaper price for what it is. It's going to be amazing. It's so affordable and I'm really, really excited to share it with you and get it out into the world. So if you want to make sure that you get in on that window, there's going to be a window of opportunity for that. If you want to make sure that you get in on it, please stay tuned. Join the Facebook group, uh, keep your eyes on your inbox for my emails, that kind of thing. All right, so today let's get back to this wonderful topic of anxiety. I recently discovered that I live with a higher level of anxiety than I previously thought, (laughs) which was a wonderful discovery because in the past my anxiety has been and I should say in the recent past, my anxiety has been a lot higher. In the past past, I can't really tell you about my level of anxiety because I don't think I was really conscious of it. I think the discomfort that I felt, I didn't register and I did all kinds of things to minimize feeling that discomfort. So I would push it down. I would distract myself. I would basically distract myself so I didn't have to feel or think about it. And as a result, I was never able to address the things that were causing me anxiety. Huh. How interesting. (laughs) 
And as you grow as I am and aging as I am also doing, there are new things that enter your life and the potential for anxiety never goes away. I mean, as far as I understand how things work in the sense that um, for, I should say for like 99% of people, 99.9, there's like 0.1% of people who get beyond this. I'm sure I, I, you know, Byron Katie, Eckhart Tolle, those people, (laughs) the Dalai Lama. (laughs) So if you are not one of those people, if I did not call your name, chances are there is always a potential for anxiety to be a part of your life. (laughs) But the wonderful thing about that is that you can have a practice to continue bringing you back to the place where anxiety doesn't rule over you. And that's the place where I like to live personally as much as possible. That's where I like to spend my time. So um, I want to talk a little bit about how to get there. There's this really funny thing about anxiety that we don't, well, the very nature of it makes us want to ignore it, right? This is the trick. The very nature of anxiety makes us want to push it away and distract ourselves from feeling it. Because it's mixed with a bit of fear. It's not exactly the same thing as fear, but there's definitely a mix of, of fear and threat in there. And it's kind of coming from an undis- a nondescript place. So it's a little bit and- intangible. It's not like there's something very clear right in front of you. There's just kind of like hazy threat that's kind of looming around <laughs> your mind or your life. And so you can't like address it. It feels like you can't just make it stop. So because because it's vague, because it's nondescript, it's hard to grasp with your mind, right? So the very nature of it uh, spurs this reaction to almost deny it, right? Because we don't know how to deal with it. So it's a tricky one anxiety. But here's something that I think is really important to, is a couple of things. Number one, if it's true that there's always a potential for anxiety to be present, let's say that we could approach anxiety with the thought that there's nothing actually wrong with anxiety. If you, we have the thought that anxiety is bad, anxiety is distressing, anxiety is evil, terrible, I hate it, then it makes it much more difficult to deal with. Yeah, but if we have the thought anxiety is a part of life, it's not particularly fun, I don't particularly like it, but as much as I have to clean up my dishes after eating, if I want a clean kitchen, I have to you know, pay attention and deal with my anxiety as it comes if I want to have a clean mind, right? Do you like that analogy? <laughs> So if we just kind of approach it with this understanding that, hey, it's going to come and it's going to come when we really don't want it to be there, then without putting any pressure on ourselves to make it go away or make it better, we can just approach it without that level of pressure. So immediately the level of pressure kind of drops and it's like, oh, it's that thing happening again, that anxiety thing. Okay. 
very interesting. And then we can move on and deal with it. And that can be dealing with it in that moment because we have time. Or it can be like, I need to deal with this later when I have a moment of time, but not now because I'm busy or I'm talking to my mom or whatever it is (laughs) that you're doing and you can't take a moment to deal with it then. So that's the first thing. And the second thing that I want to mention is when it comes to anxiety, when it comes to our brain, right? Our brain, your brain, is not controllable. You cannot control your brain. However, it is teachable. You can teach your brain. You can't control your brain, but you can teach it. This is a very powerful distinction that you can make and remind yourself when you're in need of learning something new. (laughs) So when it comes to anxiety, we want to bury it. We want to, we have this feeling or this thought often that we are making a mountain out of a molehill right? That we're making a problem and we should just get over it. Or it's not a big deal. Why are we making such a fuss? Or this kind of thing. And what we deny ourselves is the truth of that feeling in that moment. The truth of the sensation of a threat or a problem. You see, as long as there is a thought in your brain that is feeding a sense of threat, there will be a sense of threat. As long as there is a sense of threat that you have not got sort of gotten to the bottom of, it will continue to exist in your mind. So let me give you a real life example. Let's say it's been a while since you've spoken to someone and it's like, ah, here's a better one. I've got a better one. Ready? Let's say finances. just finances and they exist right out there in the world and in your life. So you have these, these thoughts about your finances, right? And let's say the thought is I probably don't have enough money or I never have enough money or, um, money is hard to come by whatever the thought is, as long as there's a thought that exists that feeds a kind of sense of potential threat, then there, that potential threat, uh, is real to your brain, right? It's not, it's not the kind of thing where you can say, Hey, I've got a job. Hello. I get the same amount of money every week or every month. And I've been, you know, getting that for whatever, however many years or, Hey, I've been in this situation before and I've always been able to earn enough or hey, whatever whatever the situation is for you, you can't necessarily reason with that part of your brain that's freaking out. And this is the, key, the, the really important key here is that a lot of times that's what we try to do. We try to reason ourselves out of anxiety and it just doesn't work. There's a couple of things that you need to do in order to get or speak to that part of your brain, right? Because that's what we want to do. We want to teach ourselves that this threat that we feel isn't really a threat. So the first way to do that is, and, and I'm going to draw on your experience as well. Have you ever 
like remember a time as a kid when you brought a concern to an adult and they were like, oh, you know, that's nothing to worry about. And they really minimized the thing that you were scared of or they just like brushed it off and were like, why are you worrying about that? Or um, even in your adult life, if you come to somebody with a concern and they jump with the e- what seems like an easy solution and you're kind of like still in the problem and you're like, wait a minute, I don't, I'm not ready to make this go away. I'm still struggling with the problem itself. And somebody's like, well, that's not a problem. <laughs> whatever it is, whatever it happens to be for you that you bring you bring to them. And they want to take your problem and give you a solution. And you're like, whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait. <laughs> In your brain. On the outside, you might be like, oh, yeah, huh. uh. Thank you. Thanks for solving my problem. (laughs) Um, When inside, you're just kind of raging um, and you're not sure why. So one of the things that's really important is to acknowledge in the same way that you want to be acknowledged by other people and in the same way that you can imagine that as a child, the full feeling or thought that they're having, to acknowledge that fully, acknowledge that that's real for them. Even if to you as an adult, it's like totally a fabrication, right? Acknowledge the realness to them, right? Of that thing that they're afraid of or that challenge that they're dealing with. And fully, fully acknowledge that and the reality of that for them. You want to do that for yourself in the exact same way. You need to acknowledge You need, there's like a child inside you that's freaking out and you're like, you know, doing this thing where you've got your ears plugged and you're like, la, 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 (laughs) la, I can't hear you, la, 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 (laughs) la, go away. But the child's like, hey, hey, I'm not going away inside you, right? And you keep responding with this, la, 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 distracting yourself, getting busy, right? As long as you're doing that, that child is going to feel like denied and ignored and is still going to want to present their case because as far as they're concerned, the fear is not resolved, right? The threat is still there because that's the mindset that they're in. So there's a kind of taking your brain and personalizing it into this kind of idea of a child because that is a lot what it's like. There's a part of your brain that you need to give like full, um, time to and be like hey what is going on and just sit down and give some time and space to that part of your brain to be as it is without trying to make it better or change it or you know resolve or solve the solution for that part of your brain you need to actually just hear 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 yourself you need to listen to yourself. And this is something that we feel is very difficult and something that we avoid because, ready? We think there's a problem because we believe the threat, right? So this is why we never get still and quiet and listen to ourselves in those moments because it feels like that's the last thing that we want to do because there's like some live threat, but we don't know what it is. So if we just keep busy, 
<laughs> maybe it'll go away. And here's the question, right? If you have ever experienced anxiety about your finances, has it ever helped your anxiety to not sit with your finances and look at them? No. Of course, it might help in the immediate moment. It might seem to help for like 30 minutes. But as soon as the thought comes back in, my finances, right? You go back into that cycle of anxiety, back into that state. And so the way to um, practice what I'm talking about, right? So these ideas and how to put them into practice and into your body. It's a couple of different uh, ways. I'm going to share with you my ideas. And what's cool about this is that you can take this principle and you can come up with your own solution that you think would serve you, that you discover for yourself, right? The basic gist is to listen to yourself, to listen to that part of your brain, to get close, lean in, in the spirit of self-discovery, in the spirit of curiosity, in the spirit of compassion. Like, okay, you need me to listen to you. You're freaking out. I'm going to carve out some space and I'm just going to be present with you. What I recommend is that you write down all the things that you're feeling and thinking about whatever it is that's causing you anxiety. And the reason I think, again, this is something people avoid is because if you find yourself avoiding it, it means that you believe that it's true, right? You're, you're kind of buying into the belief that there's a reason to be anxious because once you actually go through this process and get everything out of your mind, you can have that distance and you can see that everything that you have written down is not true, right? It's not fact. It's opinion. It's perspective. It's the way that you are perceiving the situation. And from that place, you can start to take a breath and get some space around it. And if you don't get it out of your head, right? If you try to do this like just while driving, for example, you're not actually moving those thoughts through any kind of process. And that's why I recommend writing it down because writing it down or typing it down, but I prefer writing myself, gives you that um, added embodied piece where you're actually um, sort of transcribing those thoughts out of your mind and onto a piece of paper. So um, don't avoid the anxiety that you feel. This is the truth about anxiety, that the anxiety that you feel, a part of your brain believes it entirely. And you can't reason with that part of your brain. You need to sit with that part of your brain in stillness and in compassion in the same way that you would want a friend to sit with you in a moment of stress or duress with that same kind of energy, right? Provide that for yourself. And then when I say that, here's what I want to move into and invite you to think about is let's say you are that person for someone else and you have that space and you have that time. How would you show up for that person? How would you be present for a loved one? What kind of energy would you bring? 
Now, you might feel yourself coming into a space of anxiety and judgment, right? Like, oh, how would I come to listen to somebody? I would not want to hear what they have to say because they would freak me out because I don't know how to process what they're having, <laughs> what they're saying. And I, I would feel like I had to come up with a solution and I don't know how to fix their problems. Oh, why are they telling me all their problems, right? So this is one way that you might uh, come to listen and be present with yourself and your anxiety. And that kind of level of energy is something simply to be aware of. Like, oh, look at me. I want to solve my own problems. Oh, look at me. I'm freaking out by listening to what I have to say, by listening to my thoughts and looking at my thoughts. So that you experience both the output and also the kind of reaction to it, right? Those are two layers, two separate layers. And then in addition to that layer, there's another part of you that's observing both, right? You're writing, you're observing the reaction, and that's another aspect of your attention in that moment. Yeah. And this, these kind of layers of perception or attention will come and go. You're not necessarily doing all three exactly the same percent at exactly the same time, right? So you might be more observing, you might be more feeling, reacting, you might be more in just, you know, caught up with writing it all down, getting it all out and the act of that process. But these are all things that are going to come up while you're moving into processing this anxiety. And what you'll find is that if you're able to maintain that space, that distance, and have really critically this witness, this layer of the witness, then you'll be able to have um, a, a bit of detachment from the anxiety itself. So you know that you are providing that space for yourself. And that's very important as you walked into this process. And what it's going to be like is, is, let's say you go down to look at your finances and what you're doing through it is you are teaching, remember we're talking about teaching, you're teaching your brain that this is okay to do, that you're not going to die. But it's going to feel, for a part of you, it's going to feel like you're at the edge of the cliff, about to fall off. It's going to be potentially depending on your level of anxiety, really scary, genuinely scary, right? And you're going to want to say, don't be silly, but you're also going to think, Ooh, I wonder what's on Facebook right now. Ooh, uh, there was that cookie in the cookie jar, right? You're going to want to be distracted in all of these ways because moving forward in this direction is going to literally feel genuinely scary. Because there's a part of your brain that believes there's some level of threat. So do this process one step at a time. So that when you sit down and do your finances, you don't have to do like, you don't have to do the whole thing. You don't have to solve anything. The first several times that you do it, like say the first 10 times, you just sit down and you just like open your bank account and look without any expectation to do anything specific. You just look. And your brain's going to be like, oh my God, we're dying. We're dying. We're dying. And you're not really going to be able to see anything 
right? You just see some numbers and like all you're going to feel is the feeling. All you're going to be, your mind is going to be totally attending to the emotional freak out. (laughs) It's great. But you know that's going to happen, right? So you're like, oh yeah, this is that thing that Molly said is going to happen. And yes, it is happening. Oh, maybe it won't. But if it does, you won't be caught off guard. You'll be like, all right. And that's all you have to do for let's say five minutes, two minutes if you can't bear five, right? And then you do five minutes again and again and again and little by little, your brain starts to be like, oh, interesting, huh? Wow, we're still alive. Wait a minute, but we've sat down and looked at our finances five times this week. And wait a minute, is that okay? Maybe it's okay. Wild. (laughs) Your brain is going to be like, what is going on? And it's going to take time for it to rewire. But eventually with that process, you can, you can rewire. Now there's a lot of different components in this that I can't literally get into in like a 30 minute podcast. (laughs) But this is the basic principle and it's enough to give you a foundation that you could be creative and take it on yourself and create your own process with this basic foundation. And that is simply that you enter with the knowledge that A, anxiety is a part of life. It's not bad. It's not good. It's just there. It comes and it goes right? For many of us, it comes and comes and comes again. And that's okay. Number two, anxiety is coming from a genuine sense of threat in my mind. No matter how ridiculous it may seem to my cognitive brain, there is a part of my mind that is genuinely freaking out. Okay, that's fine, right? Number three, I'm going to go into the freak out. I'm going to go into my brain and I'm going to listen, be present. And I'm going to, in this way, teach my brain another perspective. I'm going to input another thought by walking through this experience, by having a different experience with the same situation so that my brain starts to learn a new relationship or learn a new experience. I'm going to teach. Got it? So those are the three steps. Anxiety is just a part of life. It's coming from a genuine source of threat. I can teach my brain to not be afraid. Teach. That's the key. Not force. Teach. If you feel like you are needing help with this, you're in luck because I have a process that I walk people through and it's a very simple, straightforward process that helps you to get clear on your own thinking. We often feel like we're just in the maze of our own thoughts and we can't make heads or tails of one thing or the next. This process helps you to gain such a level of clarity that you no longer are in a haze. It's like, ah, I can see the thing and I can therefore be present with it and address it. And you can access that process in a couple of ways. Number one, inside Movers Academy. 
right? And remember I said at the beginning, I'm opening it up soon this month in about two weeks for a very affordable price. I am so excited to share that with you. And you can access it that way. And you can also access it through one-on-one coaching with me. And that's where we go through the process together. We get really clear on what's happening and we get into all the nooks and crannies and all the places where your thoughts like to hide. (laughs) And you can feel and see how that process works for yourself, right? So that it's really apparent for you and you can kind of carry it yourself into the future. So it's a very sustainable practice. And the other way is to come on a free workshop. Every now and then I give free workshops. I'll be doing another one this month and you can go through the process and learn about how to do it there. So there's lots of different opportunities and those workshops are totally free that I do every month. So there's lots of opportunities and I hope that if you need support, you will reach out and access one of those. That would be my wish. 100%. So as I let you go and you kind of turn to back into your life, I invite you to recall those three steps. Anxiety is a part of life. Hey, great. Number two, lean in, right? There's a genuine thought. There's a genuine fear and that's okay. I just need to kind of give it some space to run through the system, listen with compassion, be present, and things will unfold naturally from there because I will learn how to teach my own brain. Isn't that cool? We are teachable. That is our biggest asset as human beings. And it's wonderful. I highly recommend you tap into it. It's how you can change your life. I thank you for listening in. And I will speak to you again soon. Hey everyone, thanks again for tuning in this week. There are a number of different resources coming up and I want to make sure that you know all about them. So first of all, if you haven't yet, please use our free Mind Body Pain self-assessment which you can find at www.movetonourish.com. This is a self-assessment that will help you to get some clarity on your situation and start to figure out what the real cause is. Uh, So please do go and make use of that free opportunity. Also, really excitingly, next week, February 14th through the 18th, I am doing a free five-day mini course. So every single day we are, I'm going to get on live on Facebook and do some lessons with you. And all of this is leading up to opening up Movers Academy for a limited time for a very discounted price. So hop on over to the Facebook group or make sure you look out for my emails. I'll be sending out information about that. And you can also find a link to the event page in the show notes here for this episode. So all those different places where you can make sure that you get access to that because it's going to be an amazing week. It's going to be really wonderful. And I also have a free awareness through writing workshop coming up the following week. So that's something to look out for. And of course, there's the podcast. If you enjoy these episodes, please, it would be so amazing to get a review from you. You can just pop on over to Apple Podcast. 
podcast. <laughs> this is like the potato launcher, but instead it's the podcast. Um, hop on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen and see if you can um, just leave a rating or a review. If you want to type in a little note, that would be awesome. So thank you so much for that and have a wonderful day and I'll see you soon.